The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Well, this is what would Brady do, sparked a few, uh, hit some chords. Now, all you guys who are emailing me about this giant penis this lady's using, first off, it's not even your life. Calm down. Second, you have clearly demonstrated the size of your penis through your emails and your anger. <laughs> My goodness, this shouldn't make you upset. It's not your girlfriend. Uh, second, Scott Haynes, who is our funniest emailer, and uh, he fired over. He's also a personal trainer, and he said, a lady who's 150, definitely on steroids. He goes, she's got veins in her new toy. Ooh, deserves a C word. Uh, and he said, but the good news is, the bad news is for the guy, his razor budget just doubled. The good news is he can keep leaving the toilet seat up because she doesn't need to sit down anymore, which is very true. <laughs> now, she might be super tall, but that's about it. And then we were uh, posed with the question, who would you rather hang out with for a full day? Yeah. Fans of 311 or fans of country music? Whew. And this goes back to our earlier conversation of who would you rather hang out with? Fox News viewer all day long, CNN viewer all day long, or Flat Earther? And I choose Flat Earther all day because they're kind of stupid and they might entertain me. So between the 311 fan and the country music fan, I'm going to get some laughs out of the country music guy being confused by silverware and like all sorts <laughs> of stuff that makes him kind of – like the day-to-day stuff that baffles a country music fan, like how doors open in and out. Like I could see him pushing a pull door like three times before he figures it out. 311 It's fans, okay, right, with my yeah, cousin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care how we're related. That girl's got a great ass. And you're not going to hear that at a 311 show. So country music fan will entertain me more. 311, I don't think you guys have – 311 fan, I don't think they have any interesting character traits at all. You're you, boring you people. You swung me a little bit on that. Yeah. At first, I thought right off the bat. You hang out with 311 now. Oh. Yeah. There's nothing about them that's funny. There's no funny 311 fan. There's no interesting 311 fan. Country music people have stories. They may be stupid, but their stories are great. And they'll. T- I guarantee you, all you have to say to start the conversation is the word Tannerite. And you're going to have seven stories immediately. Tannerite? And you guys, tan- oh, man, one time we were just blowing up a fridge. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> one time we was blowing up a fridge is normal talk for them. 311? No. All you're going to hear about is the environment. Greta Thunberg. And weed. Ripping their Jankos. Yeah. <laughs> How they had to get a bigger chest of drawers for their Jankos. I've never heard of those. Anyway. Jimmy Buffett or 311 fans? That's the real dilemma. Because that's two groups. Well, of, that's two aging well, that groups of disinteresting. So the Buffett be, fans are going to be, uh, will have more money. That's true. Yes, that's a good, that is, that's a win for them. And Excellent they probably point. shower. Excellent points. Two, <laughs> two for the Buffett fans. Yeah. Said no one ever. And I hate Buffett. <laughs> that's two pluses for Buffett fans. 
that's the first time in the, the invention of language that that phrase has ever been used. I could live to be 10,000. I'll never hear, well, that's two pluses for Buffett fans. <laughs> uh, boy, the 311 versus, I mean, that's just, that's I'm going mayonnaise Buffett. versus miracle. I'm going I know, I'm with Brady on this one. I'll take the, uh, take the, the showers and uh, money. All right, you guys talk me into it. <laughs> they both suck. There's no good option here, Ooh. but might be able to think, get some high end tequila out of it. Yeah, you might get a few good drinks. Drinking. You're right. That's yeah. a good point. Brady brings a good point. You're not drinking PBR over at. Yeah, uh, well, the- you're you're not borrowing money for a drink <laughs> like the 311 fans are. That's a good point. So you get a nice, you know, this is a 47 Don Julio. It's like you're going to get that guy, and he's just disinteresting. Musically and probably, you'll just have to put up with the, the, the hall pass for the celebration, for the party, man. Tommy Bahama guy, you're gonna have to put up with the dude who does finger guns a lot. Cheeseburgers in paradise. Oh, one of the dumbest songs ever. It's just the ultimate in whiteness, and 311 is the ultimate in just mayonnaise whiteness. I don't know. That's bad. You're right. Well, that's tough. But country music fans, you win that all day long. I don't want to listen to your music, but I sure like hanging out with you because. Dumb people do dumb things, and I like to see that. Country music people are dumb. <laughs> you take it back. You take that back. Okay. I take it back. <laughs> take that back, back, back. You asking for trouble? Yep. I'm asking for trouble. Where'd he go? He made a left. You don't know what that is. See you tomorrow, Skeeter. <laughs> There's at the country town to this weekend. We had some Tannerite. Of course you did. It's price of admission. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home tactical black self-defense training. Somebody uh, heard Brady's story from the Brady Report this morning, said that the, when the waitress came to the table with the gun, is there a scenario in tactical black for that? Well, oddly enough, we have gone through that before. What happens if you're seated at a table and somebody pulls a gun on you? Guess what? There's ways around that. It's incredible. And because I'm uh, limited in my mobility left to right due to surgery, uh, that's what we're going to be working on when I'm there today. There's a lot of the seated stuff like uh, cross a counter. Uh, somebody gets your car checked. Waffle House defense, we'll call it. I like that. The Waffle House <laughs> defense. What happens when the angry Waffle House waitress decides this is the last time she's given you waffles and she decides to pull a gun? Can you defend yourself from a seated position against somebody standing? Is definitely technique to it, and uh, you don't want to do something stupid and end up making it worse, and that's what they teach you. What's the best-case scenario for the worst-case scenario? That's what they do, and they do a great job of it. And uh, heading out there, yeah, you get, people email me that all the time. You got a scenario for that? They sure do, and I've actually been through it, which is crazy. I've done the seated, this guy's attacking you thing. It's, it's nuts how uh, vulnerable they make you, attack you, and then say, look, you're not that bad off. And that's what you do. You realize how much more power you actually have when you're educated on how to use your own strengths. And uh, it doesn't matter what shape you're in. Crawl, walk, run. They'll get you there and turn you into a sheepdog rather than a sheep, which is the whole goal. More sheepdog on the streets means uh, there's a whole lot less weirdos out there trying to do dumb things. So let's get out there and take care of it. ReactDefense.com, this crazy mixed-up world. Uh, need you to have some tools in that tool belt. It's called Tactical Black. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. Check out their store at TacticalBlackVault.com as well. Brady, entertain me. Katie Seagal got clipped by a car over the weekend. I saw that. The- Happened on Thursday. She Dang. was crossing a street in L.A. and a Tesla clipped her while making a left turn. And Al said, did she live? 
She sure did, Mr. Bundy. He Damn beat, it. He beat the crap out of the driver. Yeah. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah. I thought he shook his hand. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> She's okay. She went to the hospital briefly. for. She's okay. She got bumped by a Tesla. Yeah. But enough to make her lay there for a little bit. Of course, she's probably in her mid-60s now, so getting hit by a car or a bike or a shopping cart would knock her down. Had a big celebrity death over the weekend. Betty Lynn. Betty Betty Lynn. 95 years old. Is it Loretta Lynn's sister? Thelma Lou on the Andy Griffith Show. Oh, my God. Barney Fife's girlfriend. People from that show are still still alive. alive. Holy Christ. Got a big date with Thelma Lou. Ninety-five. She's coming to heaven. Who was uh, Andy's? Thelma Lou and oh, she was pretty too. Yeah, Andy had. They doubled a couple. of Yeah, times. they would go out on double dates with Thelma Lou and that hot chick. <laughs> Betty was it? Betty? Uh, maybe I don't know. Seems about right. Anyway, wasn't uh, Aunt B? Nobody ever hosed Aunt B on that show. She had a couple of gentlemen callers. That thing was vice grip tight. That Aunt B. I bet you that thing grew back. It was Peggy. Peggy, Peggy. McMillan. Peggy McMillan was yeah. his girl? Was Andy's girl? Yeah. And Good her job, name was Brett. Helen Crump. I, I Helen, was her name. Helen is her That's name. Her. Peggy McMillan yeah. played Helen Crump. There it is. Helen Crump. She was a dish. Yeah. You imagine how tight Aunt B was? Nobody touched that all through the entire run of the series. Francis Bouvier had not had a gentleman suitor in there. Otis made a run at it early. <laughs> Otis probably made a run, but he didn't succeed. <laughs> Bouvier was tight. I bet Aunt B had a hymen. For sure. <laughs> I bet. We got to know the answers to these things. That's Sean, why I hope there is a heaven, Brady, because when you sit there in St. Peter's, like, do you have any questions about life? I'm like, did Aunt B have a hymen? <laughs> Anything else? No, I want to. That's pretty much all I want to know. That's the secret to life. Sean Penn and his wife, Layla George, are divorcing after one year. He's 61. She's 29. She's also. Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter. Jesus. Sean and uh, Vincent are a year apart. Mm. And then Sean's kids. One's a year older and one's a year younger. So uh, they're not sure the reason why. Brady, you can't stop love for a year. You can't. So DirecTV released a list of the most recognizable TV theme songs. They asked 2,200 people. Ran the songs over to see what was the most recognizable. Over what period of time? How old is um, the crowd? Because TV theme songs don't exist anymore. I'll say it's from the 90s and up. Okay. Cheers but has got to be one. Cheers, definitely. Andy Griffith, since we're talking about it. Yeah, but that's... Uh, Friends. Andy Griffith is too old. Seinfeld. But they do play it a lot. So you're... Uh, that's just a noise, really. The number one was Jeopardy. Oh. Okay. 76% recognize that. Uh, Seinfeld is right. Friends. The Simpsons, 71%. Simpsons. Stuff that's been around through generations. Game of Thrones was up there at 58%. Yeah, I couldn't recommend. I could recognize that. You probably wouldn't, wouldn't even know you would. Oh, really? Because it's very, like, future fantasy sounding. Like, if somebody's saying this is a TV theme song, what is it when you'd hear it? You'd be like, probably Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Even if you've never heard it. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. Yeah. was up there. Law and Order. Did you mention Cheers yet? No Cheers. How does that not make it on the list? Cosby's the Cosby Show had like four different themes, though. How about that? The Brady Bunch. Family Matters, Rugrats, Gilmore Gir- Girls. Gilmore all Girls. All scored above 50%. I- We're talking to young people. Yeah. Like 30s. Not young people. The Jeffersons. <laughs> yeah, the Jeffersons is a top tenner. 
If I even say to most people, here, we're moving on up, ah, the next line's coming yeah. from you. To these guys. <laughs> Brett knows it. To deluxe. Apartment in the, in the sky. sky. <laughs> we're moving on up. That's a Michael McDonald one. <laughs> Michael McDonald doing the jazz. Yeah, he oh, can he sing can that. Can that. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get the quartet back together. We're moving on up. See you to the side. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. It works. <laughs> we finally some. got a piece of, of the pie. sweet freedom. No, no, don't. it doesn't. It's not a medley. Although I like that. That's actually, that did work. Yeah. Good times at a time in the That works too. At a time in the the time you're up from under, not getting hassled, not getting hustled. Keep your head above water. <laughs> you guys know that I one? I think of another one. Uh, <laughs> Michael McDonald's singing. There's a new girl in town. <laughs> Alice. It's just looking good. That's a French break of peace in your neighborhood. When you think you can't stand. On your own two feet. Don't ask why I know it. <laughs> With some luck and I've got to finish. And Michael McDonald singing TV theme songs yeah. might be a Put that might be squares a game. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a squares. It might be a game later in the week. Michael <laughs> sings the TV theme song. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the quartet. Boy, that's just out of these people. Nails on a chalkboard. Listen to that. <laughs> I don't know if I can put you through it. The quartet doing growing pains and stuff. Vince Neal took a little tumble this weekend. He's all right. He's round. Broke a couple of ribs. No, he didn't. <laughs> his, oh, ribs are, his ribs are so per- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a fight at the buffet? There's no way his ribs aren't he protected. He rolled off the stage and <laughs> no, stamped a couple. He didn't hurt his ribs. His ribs are insulated. Well, Please. Heard himself reaching he for the ribs. Right. The <laughs> yeah, maybe strained a couple trying to get his fat arm towards ribs. Broke more rib yeah, maybe he broke ribs while he was chewing and choked on some bones, but there's no way his ribs broke. And another one before, you haven't checked it out yet. Mm. Uh, Mick Jagger, yeah. live on stage, basically rebuts the uh, comment that Paul McCartney made. He, he Paul McCartney said the Stones were kind of a blues cover band. Mm. No, they were. Yeah. At first. I mean, and I think he was, he went. Further into it, but just yeah. hearing that. So Mick says, uh, we'll bring it up. we got celebrities here tonight. Yeah. He so makes jokes. Paul like, McCartney's going to help us with a blues cover song. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, Mick's talking about all the celebrities in the audience. He's like... Uh, and he goes deeper. Kirk Douglas is here. And he goes, no, I misread that one. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk Douglas has been dead for a while. And then he said, Gavin Newsom's here, the governor. He goes, that's great. He goes, look forward to our big uh, dinner together up at the French Laundry, which is where he got all the recall from in the first place. So Mick's doing jokes. And then they didn't do brown sugar. Well, if that's if that the uh, singing thing doesn't quite work out yeah, for him, he's always got stand up. You know, he's got thirty years to go. Uh, that's it. We're done. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a phenomenal Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what what what's causing it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.